Welcome to Brazen Education with Educator Barnes, a podcast with a focus on speaking your truth, being transparent to help others, and having no shame about it. Because we can't move forward until the truth is known. Hey, it's Educator Barnes here, and on this episode of Brazen Education, I'm going to talk about transitioning from teacher to administrator. Yesterday was my first day as a school administrator, and if you would have talked to me probably like two weeks ago, I would have told you I was going back to my previous school. Two school years ago, I obtained my school admin license, and immediately upon getting that license, I was offered an assistant principal's job, which I ended up turning down. And so from that point, I thought to myself, you know, I have this license. What do I want to do with this license and when? Because a lot of times when people think about school administration, the two things that typically pops in their mind is assistant principal, principal. And then some people are even trying to go further than that. But I didn't get into teaching to go into administration. My second year in the classroom, I had a principal say to me, I think you'll be a, a school leader one day. And I like, I laughed. And then I tried to take it back because, you know, it was like this awkward moment because someone's like seeing something in me and, you know, saying that I see you have this potential. And I was just like, I'm a second year teacher trying to keep it together day to day. So I, I don't, I can't see you. I can't see me how you see me. So I brushed it off. But throughout my career, um, even though I tried to actively avoid it, I found myself um, being seen as a leader or being put in leadership uh, positions. Um, you know how it is in education. Sometimes you get voluntold to do things. So I, f- I found myself being voluntold a lot. But through those um, processes, I was able to start to see myself the way other people saw me. And then I had an opportunity to apply to an admin program. And I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to apply to it. And there were three um, things you had to do to get into this program because it was a partnership between the school district I was employed in at the time and a, a university. So at the school district level, you had to do this application that has some essay components. If you got past that round, you had an interview with district level administration. And if you got past that round, you had um, some tasks to do for the university. Um, tasks are confidential. I can't even actually speak about it because we had to um, agree um, not to share, which I understand because if you're trying to get um, certain type of candidates in, you don't want people getting in because they um, had someone else uh, complete tasks or help them with what we had to do. So despite all of that, um, I actually got in and I was really shocked about it. I wasn't expecting to get in uh, because I just uh, I just didn't know if I had what it uh, took. So I took a year. I already had my master's, so I didn't have to um, do the master's and pick up the license. I just had to do the year of classes to pick up the license and I added it uh, to my license. And then I'm like, when? So um, I wasn't expecting to be immediately offered an assistant principal's job. Um, it took, so I was just 
I did I did start interviewing for admin roles just to kind of get my feet wet to see what those interviews were like. Typically, if I interview for a teaching role, um, most of the time I've been offered the job. So I know that I can interview well for, for a teaching position, uh, a coaching role, but for an administrative role, it wasn't for sure. And I did interview with quite a few and I had only, um, I was offered one and then a school reached out to me, but I, it was like in the middle of the school year. So I just didn't really follow through with it. But um, I have a strong belief because they had reached out to me directly in the middle of the school year that they were potentially going to make an offer. So when that all came up, I eventually ended up saying no because I'm married to an administrator. My husband is not a school administrator, but he is an administrator in his job. He um, is a technology administrator, so um, he oversees a team of people. He has a very demanding job. He has odd hours um, because he works on the databases for the state of Indiana. And you can't necessarily work on those databases during the day sometimes. So sometimes he's working at one o'clock in the morning, doing like a five hour shift. Sometimes it's like a round the clock thing because it's a serious situation. And when I offered this job and I was talking to my husband, I'm like, I don't know how we can make this work. And then at the same time, our kids weren't making the best choices in school. So we were at our children's school quite a bit. And so I'm like, how can I step into this role, do it well, deal with my children, <laughs> not uh, bringing them best, their best selves to school, and then working with my husband's schedule. And my husband had just recently got promoted to the role of being the team lead and like, overseeing these people. Um, so he was already a, a database administrator, but then he became the lead database administrator where he was overseeing this team was changed. So for example, just being a senior database administrator, you have to be on call. I think it's like once every six to eight weeks. But when you are the lead over everyone on the team, you're always on call. So you have that chain of command where you have the on-call person, but if they don't pick it up or something goes wrong, it gets kicked to my husband. So um, kind of like how my husband explained, he said, you know, previously the buck stopped with someone else. <laughs> he said now, like, the buck kind of stops with me because it's my responsibility to make sure that if the, um, the on-call person can get it, I'm picking it up. So that means we are on vacation and he gets called sometimes. And so thinking about these things and thinking about our kids and like little things like if you have to work late and I have to work late, who gets our boys? And so there was like all these things that we hadn't figured out yet. And that I had so much anxiety and stress just about those little things. I just said, no, not now. And then my that particular school year, my position went away. So I went um, to a previous district where I was at last school year and I took a librarian's role which allowed me to use my fourth teaching license. I have four. Um, I have a 512 English language art. So most of my career, I've been a middle school or a high school English teacher. Then I transitioned to an English as a new language teacher. So that, that transitioned from secondary down to elementary, did that for a little bit. And then I was a literacy coach for three years in both the elementary and the high school level. And then I was an elementary librarian. So I have licenses in all those areas. And, Last year was tough because a lot of people did not support my decision to be an elementary librarian. One person said it was beneath me. I um, really enjoyed what I was doing. Like I really enjoyed the job. Um, not so much the school, 
but I did enjoy what I was doing because that job gave me the opportunity to do something I hadn't done in four school years and that was teach all day because I had was an ENL teacher and then I was a literacy coach so um, the last year I was a literacy coach I did teach half of the day so I had three classes and then I had three blocks where I didn't have classes where I was coaching and working with teachers but last school year I got to work with students K through six and I had to teach all day and when you get removed from the classroom, you, you miss that. And then you sometimes just miss the struggle of, oh, man, this lesson didn't go right. Okay, I need to rethink this. So I appreciate the fact um, before I took this administrative role, I had the opportunity to teach all day. So it was like it was recent and it's on my mind. Not that I think that not being in the classroom means you can't just step back, back into it and teach. But when you're not in the classroom and you're doing tasks like helping teachers pulling resources, it's different. And I absolutely love books and reading. I am an avid reader. My students will tell you this. And the notes I got from students last school year, I mean, I have them with me. Um, I plan to put them. I, I keep a, a folder of notes. And a child wrote to me and they said, uh, she said something like, and I posted on my Twitter account and my Instagram, I believe. Uh, she says, I'm not the reading type, but you are the reason I started to read. And so for me, even though people are like that job was beneath you, I know for a fact that there were students that hated reading, they didn't like reading, and because I was their librarian, I helped them find books to read. Um, that was something I was very good at as an English teacher. Um, I have a reference letter that actually states that on average, um, students in my English classes independently read and passed uh, quizzes at a proficient rate over these books that they were the average of about 35 books and passed quizzes on those books independently. And you can't get kids, middle school kids, middle school kids who many times are grade levels behind to read an average of 35 books if you don't have a passion for literature, you don't have a passion for reading, and you don't have a passion for figuring out what book or what type of books work for children. So I'm good at that. I know I'm good at that. And I enjoy just like when I found that book or I found what the kid was interested in, uh, the feeling I had was just awesome. So I do not regret taking the role I had last year because now stepping into this administrative role as a middle school dean, I have a lot of different experiences. I've been a classroom teacher, so I know what that's like. I've been a teacher who has supported other teachers. So because I was a English as a new learner teacher, I had an opportunity to write ILPs, an individual learning plan, which has some similarities to your IEP. So I know what those meetings are like. And then I was in IEP meetings because some students have more than one type of accommodation. They may have an ILP and an IEP. So I had experience that. And then experience was coaching, leading, um, shaping teachers, helping them improve their practice. I have um, um, time spent doing that. And then being a librarian, being a, you know, seen as a specialist or elective teacher, that gave me some perspective that I didn't have. There was just little things um, that I just didn't realize because I had never been in that type of role and what that looks like. And so all those experiences are, I believe, will help me um, be um, a, a good administrator. 
And so my current role, I am a middle school dean serving grades five through eight, and this is an academic dean role because there's different types of deans. You have dean of students, you have dean of academics, and I'm more of a dean of academics. In my particular role, I'll be supporting all middle school English teachers, all middle school social studies teachers, and then the art teacher. So having that role where I've been in the special area, knowing what that looks like, knowing how that's different than what a classroom teacher does who has the kids, you know, every every day or every other day, I have some insight that I probably would not have had and I might not even have been as success, successful working um, with the, um, the art teacher who I had opportunity to meet with today and chat with um, quite a bit and I'm, I'm pretty excited about working with her. So 13 years as a teacher and year 14 stepping into administration. So I'm, I'm super excited about it. I don't know, you know, how it all is going to turn out. You know, my stomach kind of felt like um, it felt on August, uh, Monday, August the 7th. 2006 that was my first day being in the classroom and if you're like how the hell does she know that date well I actually got married on that Saturday on August the 5th so two days later I started my first teaching job that's the only reason I actually know what the actual date is um but I, I felt that same way I felt a mix of excitement and joy and nervousness and and nervousness you know because when you're doing something new you're taking a risk like, I know that I'm a good teacher. I know I'm an effective teacher. I know I can get a teaching job. I know I can do that, and I know I can do it well. Like, there's no question in my mind. I don't have doubts about that. What I don't know right now is, can I be a good administrator? Will I, will I turn into the administrators, honestly, that I, I've written about? Because most of you know, I'm most known for writing the article, Teachers quit principals, not schools. And there's other articles I've written. Um, I, I think I can't sometimes. So <laughs> sometimes I don't remember my article titles exactly. So it's so funny because people come up to me in public now and they're like, oh, I read such and such. And sometimes my articles get retitled. So um, I wrote an article, something about the case of the missing principal. You know, the principal is pretty much unavailable. I I've talked about uh, toxic cultures. Uh, um, because of the principal, how they lead. And so now walking into this role, it's like I'm being mindful of I don't want to become the person that I've been so critical of. And then the second thing I think about, so you have two types of principals. You have the type of principals that were talented teachers have been in the classroom. For me, I feel like to even step into leadership, you should teach for five years. And I know some people aren't going to get an attitude about that, but I, I just don't like it when people transition from teaching to leadership and they've only been teaching for a couple of years. Um, that happens a lot, and I just don't think that's a good practice. I think you really need to be um, in the classroom for at least five years before you make that jump. So. Uh, so there's two type of type of uh, people that, you know, end up in administration. You have the ones that are good teachers. Everybody knew they were a good teacher. People looked up to them. They were seen as leaders. They were helping other people. And then you have those people that it just seems like, you know, there's some nepotism going on. Uh, so they got the job because of uh, family or, you know, other connections and, or just charisma. 
Um, interestingly enough, um, when I was in church on Sunday, the sermon was titled, um, um, how does, oh gosh, it was like how to accept a promotion. So I was like, oh my gosh, like sometimes you be in church, like they talking right to me. I'm like, dang, this message is timely. But, um, my, uh, pastor, he talked about, um, you, um, how pretty much charisma only takes you so far that your character, like your skill, uh, that's what's going to get you, um, uh, you know, help you be successful. So if we put to the side the people that just get the job and they shouldn't have gotten the job and we focus on the people who were good teachers and then they turn into bad administrators, that's the thing I'm thinking about because I know I'm a good teacher. So I'm like, what happened? And I don't want to fall into those, those, those pitfalls, you know, um, because even like today, like day one, I was like, whoa, because, you know, my principal kept saying, you know, if you have a question about this, go to your direct supervisor. So I'm like, oh, that's that's that they talking about me. So people kept asking me all these questions and I kind of got a little overwhelmed because um, unlike my other counterparts, there's three other deans. I was the most recently hired, so I haven't been able um, to get you know, learn everything that other people have learned. And my principal is super supportive. But I was like, oh, my gosh, I got to find answers to all this stuff. And so when I left today, I had like four pages of notes um, just to go through and just to figure out and get answers to things. So right now, out of my four pages of notes, I'm down to about six tasks that I have left to do. So I was like, whew, but I already know uh, day two. Uh, I'm going to have some more things that's going to be added to the list, but I've already set up my notebook for day two to be a little bit more organized than I was on day one because I wasn't prepared to, because I, I had like stuff I wanted to add and I was taking down notes that what other people were asking. I'm like, wait a minute, hold up. I got to get a better system in place. So I don't know how this is going to turn out. It's a journey. But I am a risk taker is actually one of the tenets I have in my classroom. I've had it for years. Um, one of the things I have in my classroom is be a risk taker and participate. I want kids to be active in their education. It's like, I already got mine. I need you to be active and get yours. And so if you want to get something in this life, you have to take a risk. And so I'm taking the risk. I'm stepping out there. I'm doing something that people have said you can do. We have seen the skills you possess, these skills. You can go do this work. And so I'm just trying to live up to this expectation that people have for me and, and do it well. Because at the end of the day, it's not about me. It's about the teachers I'm serving. And I should kind of almost kind of coach myself out of a job, essentially, because I'm going to make these teachers so great that I'm like almost not needed. And so that's what I'm keeping in the forefront of my mind. It's just how can I support you? How can I serve you so you can serve these kids? And so I'm hoping as I've now moved up, as you kind of say, the next rung on this ladder, um, that I'm still being effective with kids. Because at the end of the day, that's why we're all in this work. We want our kids to be successful so they can be successful citizens so we can have a great society because these children are our future. And I don't want to be a person as a link in this chain that is messing things up for kids because I'm not being effective how I am. So just wanted to share that news. Just kind of want to share my thoughts about how I'm feeling right now and throughout um, 
my podcast, I'll probably touch base just about how it's going. I've already um, decided to do some journaling each day just to kind of write down how I'm feeling, what's happening um, just for myself. Um, because I am in school administration, um, what you'll probably notice across my podcast or my articles that I write, I will not be writing um, about my day to day. Typically, a lot of people are very used to me writing about like something like very like at my school. Like I'll give you an example. I did something with Raising the Sun. So I was very detailed about what we did, how the students were involved. When um, the students did a walkout, you know, around what happened um, in park, uh, uh, what happened in Florida with the school shooting. Um, I, I talked about that um, last year. I talked about my opinions about battles of the book. But because I am supervising and evaluating teachers, I want to be cognizant and, mag uh, and uh, mindful of the fact that I don't want anyone to feel that I am targeting them when I'm writing. So I will be talking about uh, this journey, but you'll hear really a bit more about me and my guess it'll be all of my feelings how I'm feeling about it not so more uh, so much about the details um, uh, so you will see my writing shift a little bit um, just because I don't want someone not to be able to feel like they can trust me or feel supported by me because of what I do and I actually I went into my job addressing this up front because I didn't want anyone to be like dang man she gonna go just write about me I, I can't do nothing right and um, honestly, some people feel like I'm writing about them, which is hilarious because some of the people that all of their feelings think I'm writing about them. <laughs> I've never written a thing about them. It's like, um, to be very honest, it's like you're not important enough to be a blip on my radar to feel like writing about you. Um, so uh, that's kind of more of a you thing than a me thing. Um, so <laughs> and I'm just I just never know what to say when people will be all like accusatory and be like, that's all about me. I'm like, actually, no, it wasn't about you. But since you all up in your feelings about it right now, maybe there's something in there that um, struck a nerve and maybe you need to do some self-reflection. Um, so that's what I really be thinking. I typically don't say that. I'm just like, no, it wasn't about you. I'm, I don't I'm, I don't understand why you think it is and kind of try to wrap up the conversation because at the end of the day, I'm not going to lie. If I did write something and you feel like it's about you and it was, I'm gonna be like, yeah, it was about you. But I, I try not to do those things. I try to be very general, um, especially when I'm talking about different experiences I had. And what's funny, um, I did write about a, a teacher one time. Um, it was a positive situation. And I sent her the article because I wanted her to know. And she's like, I read that and I had no clue you was talking about me. So sometimes I'm like, you have to know it's you. And a lot of times I do, like I wrote a uh, piece about my son's uh, teacher that they had last year who is super awesome. Let me tell you, side note, I know this is a tangent. Let me tell you how awesome this lady is. Over summer break, she did a play date at um, a local park so the class could come back together and just kind of touch base and the parents could come back together and touch base. And my sons were super excited because they kept asking when they want to go back to school. It wasn't about school. It was about seeing their friends because they hadn't seen their friends in a while. So this, and then she brought, uh, she had water, she had popsicles. I'm like, man, play date. And she brought treats for the children. And it was just so nice. And so that's just the type of teacher she was. So in that particular one, I did address her of my name. But a lot of times when I'm talking about equity, 
I'm talking about different issues. I'm talking about school discipline. I'm talking about literacy. Like I can, I wrote a piece about uh, parents being more involved in literacy. It was like a general piece and someone thought it was about them. I'm like, no, it wasn't about like any one person. It was just, I was just saying generally (laughs) that parents have to get more involved. It's not about you. (laughs) But because I've had those experiences where people are making assumptions that I'm writing about them. I'm going to be mindful about that uh, moving forward about what I say and what I don't say because I don't want that to be a stumbling block in someone's growth uh, or their potential um, or my potential to help them because they uh, feel like that. And so I actually addressed that up front um, with uh, our school leadership and um, I will be addressing that um, with my team later this week. I'm just, I mean, some people know about what I do on the side. Some people don't know. Uh, some people care and some people honestly don't care. But um, I'm always a straightforward um, type of person. I like to address things before it becomes the issue so we don't have any problems. So that's what I have for you um, this time. And to all of you um, that have reached out to me um, to say congratulations, to encourage me, um, those who have offered to be a thought partner because you are in administration, I appreciate all of that because none of us can do what we do without that support, that community, and that encouragement. So I encourage you not only, uh, thank you for encouraging me, but also go out and encourage someone else because that little word of encouragement can make someone's day and make them believe that they can do um, what they're trying to do. So um, I will chat with you guys soon.